what's going on in here? Well, I told you, we're remodeling closets. I knew this was going to happen eventually, but not so soon. Come on, it's a new year, time to start over. Plus, we need more room for all your nasty construction boots. Uh, you mean stiletto heels? Whatever, they take up a lot of space, Imelda. So what's the difference between this year's closet and last year's closet? Well, um, we're going to have more student voice, regular guest editorials. What about the music and the insightful investigative reporting? Um, oh, the gossip. Yeah, that'll still be there. Oh, thank my rainbows. Great. Let's get started. Hand me a glue stick and the glitter. Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes. Hello, hello, Hi, hello. Dan. Hey, how are you? Good. I'm glad you're back. It's been so long. I feel like it's been like a week or something. Oh, goodness. Like I think it's been more days. like seven days. Oh, my gosh. It's been so long. <laughs> um, so, uh, anyway, it's May. It's May. It's May 16th? Is it? May, I don't know. May to the 1-6? Uh, yeah, I think May it is. May to the 1-6, it absolutely is. Yeah, uh-huh. May 16th, 2007, Wednesday. Right. And um, How's your day? Anything exciting? <sighs> Just a little. I mean, there's a little changes that have been happening in my life. I mean, your hair short. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the biggest changes that's been happening is um, that I went from... Uh, I had some shrinkage. Yeah. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. And whoa. Um, yes, I went to the... Uh, um, uh, I went to the oh wow we're, um, we're, uh, we went to the I, I went to the salon this weekend for the uh-huh. first time in 15. the salon yes exactly did you get a mani pedi uh, no I didn't in fact it was kind of a little weird um, because after he did the uh, locks of love with me and cut some of my hair off oh so you're able to do locks of love I was oh, I was apparently they require you to have ten inches and um, of hair on top of, of hair your head. oh yeah of hair and um, and then they uh, they cut the hair off and then um, then they started putting this like chemical in my in on my scalp, and I was what? like, "What is this all about?" And he's like, oh, "He says, oh, well, it's a stress releaser." I said, "Oh my god, I'm so stressed that my hair needs to be stress released." <laughs> I was like, "What is up with that?" And I'm I'm like, "Wow, like really?" And he looked at me, so it's a scalp massage. Uh, I had no idea they do scalp massages. At it's this true. I, I mean, I haven't been for 15 it's years. True. I mean, already that I was sticker. Was sticker it really, shot. Has it been that long since you? you at was, least. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, wow. pretty scary. That's yeah. intense. So yeah, so it's uh, so yeah. So, so did you do it so your wigs would fit better? Yeah, absolutely. The That's exactly. Well, they was getting in the way, and my and like my locks were you know kind of hanging out underneath. Do you miss and, all your hair? I, you know, I don't. Oh really? To be You're gonna save you. so much money on shampoo, I think. Well, I don't know quite yet because I think I'm still using more than I need to because like the lathering is like in very intense. <laughs> I could do like my whole body with the. I'm still trying to get out the like the dime size. They nice. tell you. Nice. Um, and that's still like I can do my whole body with with the shampoo I'm using. So I'm kind of wondering. Wow, this is kind of like uh, pretty intense, but it's very weird. <laughs> like I have phantom hair. Like when people comment, I, I do. So you still like doing the Mariah I do, thing? I do exactly. Yeah. And where I, you know, whip my hair head around, and I think I'm gonna get like you know a neck injury because there's nothing to counterbalance you know the uh, movement. So yeah, when you stick your head out the window, nothing. It's not as exciting. Right? Yeah, right. Hello, hello. Well, actually, that's the other fun that the fun part was is that yesterday when we were having our 80 degree weather, I could roll down all the windows and not have. To worry about messing my hair up. Mm. That 
that was because there would be like Medusa and all the <gasps> hair going and nice. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but I still every once in a while I'll reach back to pull my ponytail out of the back of my collar. And it's not or, there. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of a really kind of freaky thing. Wow. And, well, it looks um, great. Yeah. So youthful. Now, so now, do I look like anybody famous? I've actually had a couple comments. You look like Dan Burns. Dan Burns. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, he, he's he's a little famous, exactly. Yeah. No, um, I don't know who. Um. Uh, uh. John Goodman. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Do you think about John Goodman? Do you think I look like that? Yeah. Yeah. And that or Norm from Cheers. I got. I don't see Norm, Norm so much. Yeah. John Goodman. I think was the John Goodman. One. If your hair was curlier. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So that was kind of an interesting. So yeah. So it's kind of been kind of an exciting thing as people have been discovering because I I, I went do people to, are like. Hi, is Dan here? And then, well, it's actually that happened. I was sitting, I was standing, trying to get my. Um, yes, I do have gray. So I was getting some hair coloring, and <laughs> um, and at, at CVS, and sure enough, I was standing like in uh, in one part of the aisle, and somebody I've worked with for four years came in with his wife and was trying to get something like some other like hairbrush or something like that, and they were like talking and figuring things out, and I looked over and he looked at me, kind of did the nod you do to a stranger kind of uh-huh. thing, and I was like. He doesn't even recognize me like Sweet. this. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because um, uh, folks may not know, I also had a beard and mustache. I also shaved that off uh-huh. as well. So I mean, I am. I feel like a little neat. So what was the what um, was the impetus? Or did you just feel like, oh, you know? Well, you know, you know, I joined Weight Watchers and mm-hmm. I ate a little too much this week. So before I had the weigh in, I decided to cut the hair. No, no, no. <laughs> every <laughs> no. little bit, right? <laughs> right. No, exactly. <laughs> um, no, actually, what happened is I just felt I've been wanting to do this for like several years and. Um, the past couple months I've been just having a really itching that I really want to do this and so I He's finally got a new attitude absolutely <laughs> yes exactly that was pretty good hey and, um, and so there was so that's kind of so I'm feeling kind of refreshed in things so yeah some friends were saying that I look you know like I'm 20 years old I said oh, I look like tw- I'm 21 and they went well maybe 29 Dan. No, <laughs> don't go too far so it's that was just last year so oh, that's right that's right exactly so my goodness but how was your week been my week was good you know um i was just reading the other day about prince harry you know you know how i like to keep in touch with the, the royal family absolutely my, my other family um and he you know harry was in military service right right and he won't be going to iraq what happened well you know apparently there are like these death threats or whatever and so so they decided that it's too risky to send a royal into a a, a into a war zone so which is wait, my wait, wait, argument wait, wait. every time i try to go home to st louis but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right exactly but now wait a minute though but they're yet they're willing to send other folks in i mean he's part of a family yeah, just like he's a citizen of england I yep. mean, it's kind of like one of our senators, you know, saying, oh, I'm not going to send my son or daughter in. I think the argument was that it wouldn't just put him in danger, though, but his whole battalion and his whole platoon and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. And it's it's hard to carry around all that gold. You know, God. That oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All those rings and all things. All those yeah. rings and crowns. Yeah. Well, to hold, you know, the gun up and, right. you know. <laughs> exactly. Hey. But I figure, you know, well, at least he was willing yeah no was he he was he was okay I think he was pretty gung-ho like because okay. we know we talked about earlier like william's not even eligible to oh go. yeah yeah i can understand that one yeah so but i mean i just I, not to say that harry is like less than but i just would think that wow like 
like um, you know, like I just think how, like I think of our government. I mean, what, mm. you know, we're willing to make to have a vote and send people over to Iraq, but we're not willing. But our but our legislators aren't willing to send their own family over. Mm. There are some, but yeah, uh, yeah, they always trip up on the question. But did they vote yes? Right, that's right. the question. So. so that was the bit of royal news for the week. I wow. suppose. Yeah. Okay. And did you watch? Did you watch Dancing with the Stars yesterday? I didn't. <gasps> so I have no idea. Do we tell you? No, yeah, go ahead. Because I'm gonna. I, let you me, know don't tell is. me. Don't tell me. So. I'm thinking, okay, so who was left? There was Joey. Um, Leia. Le- Leia, yes, exactly. Um, Ian. Ian, okay. And. Um, oh, goodness gracious. Oh, who is it? Um, Apollo Ono. Yes. Well, I know it's not Apollo, and I hopefully it's not Joey. I think Joey was probably in the bottom two. Uh-huh. He probably got the red light. He was the red light. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And then um, I'm hoping that. Oh, what's her name? Um, Layla. Layla is. I hope. I hope it's between Apollo and Layla. So I'm assuming that it's Ian and Joey that we got the red. Am I correct so far? Uh huh. And I'm thinking it's Ian who left. Ian is gone. Yes, that's what I thought. Did you see his Elvis thing though? No, I have not. Uh, it was pretty good. Oh, okay. It was good. It was a good last ditch effort, but Ian was okay. out of there. Yeah, I did. I was meant to watch it last night because I knew you were going to bring it up, and I was like, oh, <laughs> and I of course did it. So now that's the other thing because I don't even know with America. An idol. So tonight, I don't even know. So I got to catch up on that as well <sighs> and find out. Yes. But I think it's going to be between Melinda and, and um, uh, Jordan. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be two women this time. Yeah. Blake exactly. is just a one trick pony. I mean, yes, we get it. You're cute and you can beatbox. Next. Like, you well, know. yeah. Where's the. I don't want to say the beatboxing isn't talent, but I think it's one of those things where. Oh, we may have we to... We do have a guest in our studio uh, today. Yes, we do. Two guests, two fabulous guests, and one of them is currently pouting at me. <laughs> so we're joined by two of the campus's most illustrious student leaders. <laughs> uh, Jen Sue and Ashley Shui. Hi. Ah, uh, you gotta be right up against the mic. And there Ashley, Ashley, you were you were poo pooing me what I was saying about yeah. American Idol. Blake pretty much rocks. No way. Yeah. First of all, whoever is picking his outfits needs to be fired. Okay, if he went back to blonde hair, he would be even better. But he's still pretty much rocks. Really? No, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, but see, okay. So now, why does he, wait, wait, hold on. Why, why does he rock? Because he's cute and funny. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So even though it's a singing show. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> See, I really don't think that he's all that talented. Oh, you watch the show on mute. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's so American Idol tonight. So we'll see what happens. Wow. I think it'll be two women in the finals. No, she's no. shaking her head at me. So I, don't, I don't. I don't like, like Jordan. Should be maybe, maybe you guys make a bet. Should you make you a bet? Know? I'm poor. Doesn't mean it have to be four. It could be like you have to wear a certain outfit. I mean, we can trade shoes. Um, Girl, <laughs> uh, she does have really good shoes. I can okay, whoever uh, loses has to wear a heart costume. <gasps> I, you know, I don't fit in that thing. <laughs> we have this heart costume, literally it's shaped like a heart. Oh, my mom made it. It's awesome. Oh wow, it's pretty awesome. Okay, we'll come up with something. But I, okay, what about I like, forecast, how about we do this? That uh-huh. um, if um, Blake. Is voted like who's your favorite of Melinda and Jordan? Melinda. Melinda. Uh-huh. So she's not gonna go home. Oh no, she's not. But I think it'll be. I think it'll be Melinda and Jordan. So what I was thinking is that <laughs> if, if Blake doesn't go home, Gabe has to wear "I Love Blake," "I Heart Blake." Um, of some sort, or Team Blake, um, or something. Maybe exactly, <laughs> and um, you know Ashley may have to wear like either a I I Heart uh, Melinda or. 
I heart. All right, it's a deal. Let's shake that. on it. We're shaking. All right, okay. There we go. All right. So, so my prediction is that it will be Jordan and Melinda after tonight. I think it's going to be Melinda and Blake. Interesting. I don't really like Jordan because okay so she's just really young she is she's 17 and we're not ageist but i'm saying that <laughs> she's 17 and she sings all these songs about like i love you you gotta love me yeah. we're gonna love each other it's like seven she's 17 it makes me feel uncomfortable <laughs> do you remember last year with paris yeah she was really cute she was really cute but she kept singing <laughs> these songs about like i'm gonna yeah. do you you're gonna do you know it was really it was, it well, was but maybe she's just you know a, a a very mature seventeen. You know she um she is I mean, quite what about tall. Brandy? She's oh. very tall, and that's always a, <laughs> that is always a prerequisite for being mature. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. But um, so wow, yeah. But I mean, doesn't. I mean, isn't didn't Britney Spears do this? Britney did. Yeah, I mean, Britney came but, out with her first single when she was seventeen, but she wasn't competing for it. Oh, right. So, so America had no choice. say. She was just oh. pushed upon us. Ah, oh, I got it. Okay, gotcha. Okay, interesting. Oh. So we'll see what happens after tonight. Absolutely. Um, um, and don't they still have like um, an idols with their with their idols show or something? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, never mind. <laughs> they have an idols with their idols. I feel like there's a reunion show that has to happen first or something. So. Oh, well, they then travel. I mean, they're the top 12. Well, the I top 12 travel, so Sanjaya is going to be going around the country. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, I do not like Sanjaya. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I don't care about his hair or whatever. He just yeah. could not sing. And my fav- one of my favorite bands, Maroon 5, he totally butchered their songs. Yeah. No. Well, he'll appeal to a, like, a much broader audience no. than... Uh, you know, I disagree. The, no, that will be the time nothing. that you, you'll have to get up and get a drink or something like that. <laughs> or you know, oh, he's on. We'll have to go get a get our popcorn. Right. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. Kelly Clarkson's supposed to come out with a new album too. <gasps> She's Kelly Clarkson. She's beautiful. <laughs> Jen's really? cat really likes her. Yeah. If you sing it really out of tune, she'll come running no matter where you are. And she'll correct you. The cat will correct you. No. No. I she mean, just likes it. Yeah. <laughs> she what? likes horrible singing, especially Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Well. Great. Well, What's her favorite? Not to say Kelly Clarkson's bad singing. Her songs. Say, wait a minute. If we sing <laughs> no, our songs, like when we sing it. Yeah. Since you've been gone. Interesting. Yeah. Your cat is very quirky. She's I mean, a lesbian. yeah. Lesbians with cats. Mm-hmm. Lesbians with lesbian lesbian cats. cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Next on Clothes Over Clothes. Well, excellent. So let's take a quick break and then um, we'll come back and talk a little bit more about lesbians and cats and yes. the media. How's but, that? <laughs> right. We'll be right back and listen to Clothes Over Clothes. Just kidding. We're okay, back. Okay, we're back already. Gosh, that was a great... Be- I love the tune that they played. I know. I mean, it, um, it definitely... Uh, so then, Are we supposed um, to do something or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that tapping in the window and waving my hand meant we're going to go to break? <laughs> ah, break. Do we have a song for that? Yeah, or? there's... Um, uh, there's There should be five of them <laughs> under closets or for clothes. There's like uh, different songs. See, see, our regular um, uh, um, engineer is not here this evening, so we have um, we have so, a couple folks that are helping us out. And, uh, Obviously, amateurs. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> it's hard to get good free help around these. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but um, anyway, so do you, yeah. you don't watch Dancing with the Stars, do you? 
No. 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 Okay. Because some of those those women on those uh, some of those women <laughs> the women the professional dancers their outfits are amazing. Like the ballroom dancers. Anyway. So it's very like J Lo a la Academy Awards two thousand two with the green dress, you know? Really? Yeah. Well, I mean some of the dresses are quite awesome. I mean they're just I mean they're amazing. They're so. all really awesome. It's just oh I can't believe gosh. that they can dance in them. There's a lot of double stick taping. <laughs> yeah, really. Being, uh, Absolutely. This must be like, you know, um duct tape. Uh, duct double tape. Si- double sided double duct tape, you know, how they just paste them on. <laughs> so Goodness. Dan, have you ever do you have MTV? I do. Have you ever seen the show Next? I used to, but I haven't seen it. Like so, enough. you know the premise, yes, right? Yes, but so, tell me anyway. Remind okay, me. So, the premise of next is that there is one person who gets to pick their next mate or date or whatever, and so um, he or she gets five choices, and the five choices are in this bus, and that follows them on the date. So, like, I, if I was the person tricking my choosing my date tricking I, your date I didn't say tricking <laughs> yes, I totally did. did not mean to say tricking <laughs> if I was the person looking for my date um, so if I was hitting off with someone and then suddenly I learned out they'd be a jerk I'd be like next and then the next person would get off the bus right right so this could even happen in the middle of like dinner right absolutely it's yeah. very true to life yes <laughs> now would they have to- <laughs> <laughs> you know I, the first week I was like next 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 anyone no next um, so the other so they have a first the first season was all heterosexual nexts. Right, yes. And um, it was pretty, like, I don't know. Boring. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so they started having gay and lesbian nexts. Wow. Well, first just gay. First just gay, right. First they had gay nexts. So gay male. Gay male. And they okay. were always hookups in the bus. Were they oh, really? Oh, yeah. Always. Yes. Always. Yeah. always. Yes. True to life, right? To yes. Life. I yeah. mean, put more than four gays in a, an enclosed space, yeah. you know. I mean, who <laughs> knows what happens? A party, <laughs> um, and, and so in fact, that's why you know there's a, there's a limited number of people that are in this room. <laughs> <laughs> there's something. There's the fire code capacity, and then there's the flamer code capacity. <laughs> exactly. And we're at max cap right now. That's right. Um, so. Um, so yeah, the gay next I was always sort of like, eh, like, like oh, I don't know. Yeah. MTV never ceases to amaze me with that. You know, awesome dating shows. Right, right. Mm, yeah. True. So I haven't seen the lesbian next though. So have we? Have, has there been one? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Ashley will call me up in the middle of the day and be like, "Jen, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm in class." She's like, "Hurry up and go home and watch next." <laughs> what? <laughs> because are there next marathons? Next. What's the deal? Oh yeah, yeah. they're good. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, they're kind of sad. Why? Because it's always like really femmy, like lipstick dykes. And then if there's ever one butch one, she'll like get booted as soon as she gets off the bus. Oh, yep. oh yep. wow. Instant yeah. all the time. So it could only be like lipstick lesbian uh, coupling then at all? I mean, sometimes they're really like goth punky ones. But okay. I mean, interesting. Yeah. They usually wow. like the ones who look like little sorority girls. Are they all like younger or? I they're, guess everyone in Nexus is They're usually like, like 18 to 23 or something. Yeah. So now, do the folks that are on the bus, and this is what I don't know, the people on the bus, do they know who they're cooking up with or yeah. is this totally random? No. 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 So is this not the one the where they watch and... it on TV? They no. no. That's parental well, I mean, control where oh. the uh, boyfriends watch. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Okay. And so at any point they could, so so did you find, because I'm trying to juxtapose this against the stereotype of, of women who, lesbians who hook up for life, 
You know what I'm saying? Like U-Haul lesbians. U-Haul lesbians. <laughs> yeah, behind the bus, the next box is U-Haul. Actually, right. that's <laughs> great. There are five great. U-Hauls, and whoever wins moves in. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Turkey basers on it too. So, Whoa! Oh. <laughs> I think it's a lesbian joke, and I don't really get it. <laughs> I think I do, but I don't really want to. It's okay. It's okay. We liked it. Fake turkeys. Right. That's right. Exactly. Right. Especially us vegetarians. <laughs> <laughs> Tofurkeys. So, 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 do you feel like it? Oh, I mean, clearly it doesn't. But like, yeah. what is? What do you think that says We're about not like, that pretty? R- oh, stop. <laughs> what do you think that says about lesbian portrait? Like, I know I'm unhappy with the gay nexts, but yeah, yeah, because they're always very pretty. They're they're totally they're like mm-hmm. Twinkie A and F, you know, mm-hmm. sort of like. I mean, that's we exactly all how the girl like ones are, though. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the butch girls on there can be really cute, and it doesn't matter because they're butch and they're gonna get booted. Like yeah, how butch? Like very butch? Like, like are they? No, hung? no, no. <laughs> <laughs> MTV would never put someone that butch on TV. Okay. I don't the, think that you're very butch though. Well. That's so Jen is wearing jeans and a black shirt with a white thermal underneath, and her hair is. It's short. actually one shirt. She's cheating. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, an it's H&M. a fakey. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's one. It's one. Nice. Hey, it's and easy. it's she, she has a mohawk, a faux hawk with a with blonde streak in her black hair. It's not, you know, I mean, you're not wearing flannel or you yeah. don't, you're not, you don't yeah. have. Okay, well, just because you might be of the butch persuasion doesn't mean you have to dress poorly. Okay, absolutely. Like, <laughs> like I don't understand flannel unless I'm really cold. But right, I or mean, in Minnesota. In Minnesota. <laughs> right. Well. But, right. Your flannel looks great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. What yeah, I one of our engineers has flannel on right now. <laughs> it's cold down here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cold. So, so you wouldn't say that the, the, the lesbians represent. No, it's usually like cargo pants with a beater. Like yeah. that's. Oh. Yeah. That's exactly what the gay boys on next wear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dang. So, um, so, but, but that's not the only show that has lesbians on that's on TV right now. No. Oh, no. So, I well, mean, I mean what there's other... L Word. L Word. And now, is, that, is there a new season happening right now? I hope not. Oh, I hope not. No. Oh, you don't what like don't you like about it? I don't like the L Word. What don't you like about it? Well, okay, so, the L Word is just like, it's trying to be queer as folk, except it's not written very well. Oh. And, okay, I love the first season. First season was, like, the draw. You know, they had to do it, and it was really, really well written. All the characters were really hot, unrealistic, but that's TV. <laughs> right, right. Uh-huh. And then, like, the second and third season, they just started doing all this really weird stuff. Like, For example? I couldn't even tell you. Like, in the most recent season, I think it's season four, maybe. Wow. Not up with my lesbian pop culture, apparently. I should know the season and the episode number, but... um. <laughs> One of the girls ends up tasering someone in s- <laughs> to avoid hate crime. And it's like, I don't know any of my friends who actually carry a taser around that will shoot Absolutely. a beam like 15 feet across the street. Like, that's what happened in the show. <laughs> that's kind of neat. Wow. You saw like a blue laser beam like getting shot across the street and then like, oh, you saved the day. No I mean, hate that crime. took some talent to like write in a taser scene. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but I that's thought tasers true. were on wires. Not like I, I thought you had to like, jab the person. Yeah, I thought you had to touch them. But I guess <laughs> well, I mean, there, I mean, there's I ones mean, where you're running are and it, it shoots out. There are lesbians. We should yeah. talk at superheroes. Yeah. That's another <laughs> mm-hmm. one. Oh, that explains it now. <laughs> so you're not happy with the L word? No, I just... They're, no. I don't watch it. They're f- mm. Are there I mean, lesbians on TV that you do like? Jackie Warner. 
Oh, oh from workout. Yeah, from workout, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, so she's intense. Like she should. She yeah, can kick I liked some. her better last season. Yes. Well, this is their second season of workout, right? Yeah, but she's still hot. She well, is well, good yeah, looking. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, she's good. definitely good looking. Absolutely. And she like grew up like not doing well, and now she's really successful. So it's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. But well, what about? I mean, but I think this season. Well, Ooh, and she started dating a straight girl. Yeah, right. power oh, lesbian. Oh, really? Several of them. Yes. The power lesbian always likes to convert. Come on, that's how it works. That's interesting. Do they we, really? I don't know. What? Don't look at I me mean, and we, ask. Well, I mean, because no. we, we had power lesbians on uh, several, several months ago. That's true. And I don't remember hearing them saying about how they like to convert. I mean, did, so they, do you think that real life power lesbians versus Hollywood power lesbians are different? I mean, they're not as pretty. Oh! I'm going to tell Jackie that because she was on with the show. Yeah. <laughs> she's listening. Jackie's beautiful. She's the exception. Right. Yes. <laughs> so really, so you feel like Jackie's a power lesbian, and Jackie Warner is a power yes. lesbian. Yeah. But I mean, but last, but see, the only thing I had troubles with is last uh, season, it was kind of like a domestic violence situation. Yeah. Thank and you. And I was really perturbed. With her yeah. 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 How they were showing how this is mm-hmm. how normal it is. And I was just like, no, this is not a typical, yeah. you oh, know, lesbian yeah. relationship. Because and her partner was emotionally abusive. I mean, she bit her. She bit, literally would bite yeah. her. Her it partner bit Jackie. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Several times. I and, mean, there were several episodes like where she Like, not in a would... sexy way. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the partner was significantly younger, yeah? Yeah. I think it was like 13 or something years. Oh! I, I was going to say, say like 13, 13 years old? No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, she was I mean, a, a decade younger, I think. Really? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Could be. Could be. I, I, yeah, I don't know the yeah, age. I yeah, know. I mean, and and there was a death in the workout cast, wasn't there? Yes. Well, this, oh, this season, favorite. this season, yeah. Doug, I oh. love Doug. Yeah, Death face. What happened there? It was sudden. It was a sudden situation. Yeah, he went into the hospital because his ex partner was having like a blood transfusion or something, mm-hmm. and then he ended up like getting really dizzy and like dry throat and stuff. And apparently, before he had been found with like a brain tumor or something, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And they thought that he was okay, but mm-hmm. he obviously was not. Did they do like a tribute or something for him? I mean, at the beginning of the season, they had a thing that's like, this season is dedicated to Doug Blastel. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, was it last, uh, the last week where they uh, did the bike ride yeah. and went out to the beach and had a big bonfire and, and talked about their favorite memories of, of Doug. And, yeah. But apparently Doug was very well known because all of them just always kept talking about how there yeah. were so many memorials for him. And, and there's so many like uh, funds that are going to be developed for him, you know, f- developed in his name. Wow! Did you cry? So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's funny because I cry at reality TV shows as well. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, maybe it's not silly, but like I, for example, the one that often gets me is Extreme Makeover Home Edition. <gasps> yes, that's why I don't watch it, it anymore. It used to be. It used to get. Well, me. I, I haven't watched it. I mean, you know, maybe in the past six months, but like, there so they built the house, like two and, the, weeks ago. and the house is like really nice, and it goes up, and it's teamwork, Yahoo, and mm-hmm. and and Ty's being annoying, and all that stuff. Right, right. But it's when they say like, and we've paid your children's tuition, and then that's when I start bawling. Right, right, it's right. Like, uh-huh. They paid the tuition. Uh, yeah. They paid the mortgage. <laughs> seriously, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. But you know, a part of that for me is that they have to pay their mortgage because now, well, they put how the other house for their tax. Well. <laughs> Well, but how are they going to pay their taxes? How are they going to pay their utilities for the new right. home? I mean, some of these folks where they're talking about where they're on disability. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden they take their home now and now they've got this gorgeous mansion. It's like, 
how are they going to live in that home? With right. The, and know? they are gorgeous. They yeah. are gorgeous. Absolutely. Do, do they really go up in seven days, though? Or is that just like... Oh, I have magic? no idea. Yeah, I have no seven idea. Seven days TV time? Seven, Exactly. Seven days... Unless it's 24, then it really is seven days, right? Right, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a show I don't really get. Yeah, me either. So, 24? Yeah. Really? It's just... It's 24 hours. So each hour... Yeah, you know, but I thought like the first season was going to be like 24 hours, and then they just kept going, so I didn't really understand what was happening. Uh, Oh, so you didn't realize it was just like a one day. hour. Yeah, yeah. The whole season is a day then. Yeah. See, I didn't get that. That's, oh. If I wanted movement like that, I'd watch a soap opera. Seriously, uh, like General Hospital. Exactly. <laughs> now, are there any lesbians in, in uh, soap operas? No, but there was a trans woman. Well, I thought didn't all my children have a didn't uh, um, what was her and name? And Days had a gay man. Um, yeah, but I thought there was one that uh, had a, a lesbian daughter, um, Erica. I thought Erica had a I only watched daughter. General Hospital. Ah, got it. Okay. And Erica's on And there was a shortening. gay boy. Oh, okay. All uh-huh. right. And there was a gay guy on um, Days as well. Okay. I think. So now whatever happened to these guys? I mean, did on General Hospital. So did is he still on or is he not on? I think he so. went to college, but like he's still a part of the show. Right. Okay. So he <laughs> went to college. So he came out as a teen? Yes. Yeah. He's been on the show since he was really little, though. Okay. Wow. Well, his character has. General Hospital was also, well, it yeah. Was, right. General Hospital was also the first um, soap opera to have a person with HIV on. Really? Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. I, used to I learned love... that on VH1 the other day. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, TV and, teaches me about TV. And did, <laughs> did, did, did the person with HIV eventually She's pass? still around. Or she's still around. Well, her boyfriend had AIDS and he ended up dying. Okay. But she's still around. She's so great. She's been on the show for a really long time, like okay. her specific actress. I okay. used to really be into Days of Our Lives. My mom loves General Hospital, oh, so General I was Hospital like forced to watch it when I was like two. Totally. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did you watch it? Uh, my mom was really into Price is Right, so I was forced uh, to watch mm. Bob Barker. You know what's no, really, no, ups- <laughs> you know what's really upsetting is that, um, like, you know how Nick at Night or TV Land, like, they show shows that, were on when I was younger, like yeah. the Cosby Show. Like that's mm-hmm. not Naked Night. Like that's in color or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so. I'm expecting them to start showing Save by the Bell soon, you know, which I would love. Oh yeah, well hello. I heart Save by the Bell. Yeah, <laughs> no, you heart. Never mind. I can't remember his name. Uh, Mario. Mario Lopez. Yes. I'm more of a Zach Morris fan. Oh, Zach, really? Mm. Okay, interesting. No, he's half Asian. I like AC Slater though. He really? was cool. <laughs> um, I don't know. Now, why did you Who's find him cooler? cool? I, are you saying me that AC Slater is cooler than Zach Morris? But he had the spotlight all the time. He had to be cool. The show was for him. You can't well, like the main character. So you can't use cool as the argument, the main argument, then because Zach is the like coolest. The cool sidekick. Yeah, he was. A cool but they sidekick. were almost always enemies. Not enemies, enemies, but like you know, opposite sides. Yeah. What did it, what did AC used to call Zach? Oh, uh, Zach? No, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Preppy. No. Preppy, hey, Preppy. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> so so like so who is the coolest though? Even if they were like main characters, I mean uh, you're saying. I mean. What made okay? So what made um, Slater, Slater a uh, a the, the cool so cool? I think that he was, like, the cool athlete, you know? Like, he knew the people, but, like, Zach was really clever, which I like and all, but it was <laughs> it was too easy to be Zach sometimes. He could okay. freeze time and then talk to you on TV. Like, hey, that's, that's not fair. privilege as the main character. <laughs> Inside <was> like, Zach. 
Wow. Uh, you don't get to do that. It's not fair. There Whatever. you go. There you go. Agree to disagree. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, so but one of the other folks is like, so there's other lesbians down there. Like, well, you know what? Let me go back up a little bit. So, um, like Rosie O'Donnell. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk about um, and Ellen uh, Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, the reactions that people are getting, uh, like for instance, with Rosie. Are you a fan of Rosie's? Not a fan of Rosie's? I used to watch her. You like when she was her. on. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, now she's getting so much criticism for um, yeah. for her opinions and things. Do you think it's is? Do you think it's more the criticism is due to that she's a lesbian or do you think that she's an outspoken woman i think she's just outspoken okay and do you think it's because she's a woman and they're saying she's so outspoken because they know several men that are on tv that are well i think it's because she's trying to be on a show with barbara walters so it's like mm. but i thought barbara liked rosie no that's what they want you to think Oh. Actually, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, because I thought Barbara invited her onto the show. I, I don't know. Oh, that she liked the uh, the cruise that they they did with her, and so therefore, um, uh, that's why she says, "Well, we have this empty slot. Rosie, would you come on?" Never thinking that Rosie would ever say yes, yeah. and and then she said, "Yeah, I'll be glad to." Um, but now she's leaving. Goodness. Yeah. Well, I mean. Because I'm wondering, like, for instance, that Ellen isn't that controversial, and so I'm kind of wondering, is she one of the folks that it's one of those like. Because she's because she's not opinionated, she doesn't um, challenge the society norm or something like that. That she wouldn't be. That that's why Ellen is more acceptable. I mean, I think she's kind of funnier. Yeah, I think that the, <laughs> I think that their roles on TV are totally yeah. different. Like Rosie's job on the view is to give her opinion mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. and the show's kind of about her whereas on ellen's show she's there interviewing people and the main focus a lot of times is whatever person is on the show with her and then she's just funny and it's like it's uplifting and it's she dances like, yeah, she dances mm -hmm. she gives free stuff i mean who doesn't love that really right right right, right. do you know what happened to her lately Hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, I she was. In, I, my mom said she was in a hospital bed. Right. That's what my I mom That's all I know. Is I tuned in one day bed. and she's like walking out like a. And I thought, oh, she's being funny, being you know a robot <laughs> man, you know. And then I went, no, she she's really she's talking about drugs and everything. I mean, this is the first day she's off the drugs, and I was. Like, yeah, my mom said wow. she actually like did the show in like the hospital bed because they wouldn't let her get out of bed. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh my goodness. It's hardcore. Yeah. Wait, She's wow. pretty cool. So do you think all in all lesbians are portrayed in a positive light on, on TV? And I mean, it makes us seem prettier than we really are. Uh -huh. <laughs> Why not, right? Yeah. We're but, all that pretty, really. Yeah. Um, but, well, I mean, I think that's just television, though. I mean, you don't see, like, on any other show, like, heterosexuals yeah. necessarily looking really horribly ugly on TV. <laughs> so, I mean, I think yeah. that's just kind of media in its whole, so... I mean, but bisexuals, on the other hand, are always portrayed as promiscuous. Mm -hmm, so, I mean, mm -hmm. that's kind of a downer. True. <laughs> no, it's, no, I think that you're saying that they're, maybe what they're portrayed as, but that this <laughs> means that they're also true. Yeah. You know? I mean, I mean they're both true. What, what do you mean they're both true? Like, the bisexuals are also are pr promiscuous? No. I was gonna say no. I could, I'll, I'll give you several examples <laughs> where folks are are very committed to to one another. Fine. Oh. Agree to disagree. Okay. Interesting. Well, I mean, I, I, and, um, <laughs> so so then, what about like, for instance, do, do we have any like lesbians that are considered that are on on the media right now that are considered that are like not necessarily because of looks or or but that they're not the comic relief. 
I mean, because a lot of times the gay community is, is pictured as the comic relief or the one who, um, or like lesbians are on TV because they're trying to get straight men to watch. And so there might be that right. sexual episode or the, the big kiss or. I mean, there was like Liz on Nip Tuck who was like always the nice True. one. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't like the hottest thing ever. Well, but she was always there, really nice. And she was funny. Carrie Weaver on ER a lesbian? Yes, but mm-hmm. she was not nice. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which kind of perpetuated that whole, like, not Me, nice lesbian thing. lesbian thing. Yeah. Well, leave it up to media, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, so good. Well, um, I guess we'll take a break. We'll take a quick break, and then when we come back, well, first, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks and for Ashley, us. Thank you. Young lesbians. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> YL. Any like wise wisdom for uh, um, for our listeners or or for Gabe? You know. I mean, we can stuff. tell a joke if you want. No, no. I was just thinking of anything, <laughs> like the, you know, any parting words or anything like this. Or so. What are your hopes that you would hope to see on TV? Oh, with lesbians. Um. I like the hot lesbians on TV. I mean, that's what TV's <laughs> for, right? Okay. All right, great. Okay. But maybe balance, right? I mean, it would be nice if there were, like, some hot ones and some ugly ones. What? And, like, I mean, mean bush girls? <laughs> no. And, like, I mean, you gotta show sometimes when people, like, aren't successful and go through problems. Right. Okay. Well, so, good. more real. Yeah. More realistic. Okay. Terrific. Okay. Excellent. Good. So, we'll be right back. Um, and we'll talk a little bit with Denise Brogan. Yes, absolutely. Okay, we'll be right back. Go listen to Closets Are For Clothes. So welcome back. You listen to Closet Stuff for Clothes. And on the phone, we have um, Denise Brogan. Denise, are you there? I'm here. Denise, welcome to Closet Stuff for Clothes. We're so glad you could join us. Thanks, Gabe. I know you had to be at court um, this morning. And and Denise, you just started uh, your own law firm, correct? We did. My spouse, Mary Cater, and I started uh, Rainbow Law Center. Wow, excellent. Based out of? Ann Arbor. Oh, wow. And so what kind of law do you guys practice? We practice uh, general law. We're an LGBT-owned and LGBT-focused uh, law firm. Oh, fantastic. And our, our, we have a variety of practice areas, but we do family law and adoptions. We also do business planning and employment disputes, estates oh. and trusts, that kind of thing. Do you find that there's been a, a, a surge in sort of the need for representation and, and, and attorneys because of the current state and environment in Michigan for LGBT people? I think that there will be a surge. I, I, I believe that, you know, Michigan is one of the least LGBT-friendly states in the union mm-hmm. uh, right now. And it's clear, especially with the uh, Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, the uh, Court of Appeals ruling on the domestic partner benefits that, you know, we have to do things to protect ourselves and our families. Absolutely. Yeah, I got into an argument over lunch today regarding um, whether a friend of mine um, was, t- was talking to me about how 
she was very upset that a gay male friend of hers refused to go to a wedding um, in, um, in protest to the fact that straight people could be able to get married and um, and gays and lesbians and bisexuals can't, cannot um, if you're marrying the same gender. And I was trying to explain to her the reason, and she says, well, you know, you still get, you can still get the, why should we be denied the same rights? And I said, do you know, you understand how much cost it goes into, you know, covering everything, and we, and even, I mean, nothing personal, but I mean, I, you can't include everything. I mean, Denise, I, I bet you can't include every single scenario in in that document. I'm not sure I followed all of that. Well, well, it was one of those things where, you know, the document for us to be able to get married and have the same rights, not necessarily we may not be able to get married, but we, we can develop a contract Absolutely. where we can be able to have, at least have... Um, but, but, but you're right that no matter how good of a lawyer I am, right. and no matter how much we try to protect and to mimic the benefits of marriage, there's nothing I can do that's going to grant the thousand plus benefits that derive from the federal recognition of marriage. There's nothing that's going to be able to enable you to take this into your employer and say, here, um, my, ha- I, my, my partner has a child uh, who, is, who requires care because of age or illness or uh, disability. Mm-hmm. And I would like to have our child covered under my health care coverage and have that occur. Mm-hmm. There's nothing mm-hmm. that I can draft that's going to make that happen. That's for sure. That's right. for certain. Right. And so I think you're right. There's so much that needs the work that you're that you're going to do. And I'm so happy that you're opening up a, a, a center uh, to be able to, to deal with these issues and and at least give us as, as close to these rights as, as we possibly can. That's wonderful. Well, thank you. We're very excited about it. We think it's a great opportunity, um, and we think it's something that's definitely needed in the in the community. We feel very strongly that that people that LGBT people have access to high quality lawyers that normally, you know, you'd ha- only corporations get. My my partner in the law firm, um, who by the way is my spouse, thanks to Canada, not recognized oh, in, not recognized in this country, of course, but or at least not in the state, um, has been practicing law for 24 years. We're both University of Michigan Law School graduates. Um, Which, of course, makes you the best. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's great. So there's been a lot of um, issues dealing with um, um, tra- transgender rights and and different things of, of trying to, uh, especially, for instance, in San Francisco, um, recently there was a trans woman elected to the San Francisco Police Commission to deal with, uh, to oversee, this commission deals with overseeing uh, police conduct. Uh-huh. Um, and I was really impressed. You're talking with- about Teresa Spark. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I just find it such a great story and such a great um, her life story even is such a great journey I think that uh, and stories like that and stories of so what uh, is her her story Teresa's story uh, but we're well one of the things that what that happened was that uh, from from what you were telling me earlier Gabe is oh, that right you know apparently um Teresa, when she started out, she, he, she had a family and was very successful and then transitioned and lost her job and was working as, I think, a janitor for a while and then 
worked with um, a, a sex toy company mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then started running the sex toy company and, and became, once again, very successful. I think it's just a great story. Absolutely. Well, I think it's not an uncommon story. There's a lot of, there's a lot of myths about transgender people. Um, and, and some of them are, of course, just like all myths and all stereotypes, grounded in some reality and some truths that uh, transgender people are only a certain type, that mm-hmm. we're always underemployed or unemployed or unemployable. Yep. Um, and, and, of course, that sometimes the, the myth perpetuates the reality, and that, and that does occur in the city of San Francisco where they actually try to track this stuff. Um, you know, it's right. probably very, it's one of the highest unemployment rates of any uh, group of people are amongst transgender people, and certainly the, the most underemployed. But, Absolutely. But it's not to say that people like Teresa Sparks or even people like myself are, are so out of the ordinary as to be completely remarkable, although mm-hmm. it seems that we are. Right. And how, and how does it feel to have that kind of... Uh, you know that story that how uh, you know re- remarkable you know how remarkable what an incredible story when you were just you know living your life. Well, you know I think it, it is interesting, um, and as you as you recounted bits of Teresa's life, I'm reminded of my own, where I also married. I had three children. I was a, I was a successful uh, chief financial officer for a software company. Um, had had a, a a very successful life before I decided to come to law school and before I transitioned. I transitioned um, at my at my job as the CFO uh, before I came to law school, so I had already transitioned prior to, to law school. But the, the thing that makes it remarkable, the thing that makes people focus on it is, of course, simply the change in, in uh, gender presentation, ultimately the change in sex. Mm-hmm. And why that is remarkable is a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that what's what's nice now is that people are starting to get some recognition that people like Teresa Sparks are able to remain in public service and do her job without regard to her her gender identity. Mm-hmm. Um, contrast that with Susan Stanton in Largo, right, Florida, right, where I come from, hmm. oh. um, and you know, or she was just very publicly fired. Um, now, would, uh, for those who don't know her story, Susan Stanton was the um, city manager for the city of Largo, Florida, for 14 years. She worked for the city for 17 years. She was one of the most effective and certainly the longest-running city manager in the state of Florida. Very highly regarded, very high, very highly sought after, um, and brought the city of Largo truly into the modern day. She announced to some friends and other acquaintances as part of a long-term plan of coming out that she was going to be transitioning. Somebody leaked that story to the press, and once it got leaked, she came out and verified it and went public with her, with her transition. Mm-hmm. The, the commissioners, city commissioners, uh, fired her within, within the week, and they later had a... Um, an open hearing at, at um, the city manager's request, mm-hmm. 
And what were the grounds? What did they say? Why was well, the reason? Well, they ultimately said that the reason they were firing her, him, at the time was, quote, lack of trust. Wow. Mm. That that she had somehow uh, deceived. No, yeah, she was no longer trustworthy. Mm. And of course, the timing of it, and and she decided not to sue. Everybody, including her attorney Nadine Smith, uh, and certainly I believed from having looked at the <coughs> reports and records that I had access to, that she had a good case. Mm. Um, had she decided to sue, but she's a she's a person who loves her city and, and ultimately chose not to sue. She said it would be like suing her mother. Wow, that's uh, amazing. But do you really feel like her, her case really speaks for itself? Like there wouldn't need to be litigation for people to see how unjust this is? See, I think there needs to be... Litigation has its place. It doesn't belong everywhere. Julie Nemesek, for example, um, in Spring Arbor University, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, ultimately was able to avoid litigation Through by mediation. settling her case. Mm-hmm. I think that's a common and an appropriate way for people to proceed in most cases. However, at the end of the day, sometimes litigation is actually necessary because what people fail to understand is that litigation can establish law. Oh, um, I see. Mm-hmm. For example, there's a case in the Sixth Circuit, which we belong to, where a, a firefighter by the name of Jimmy Smith was terminated because of his, uh, and I use the pronoun his because that was what he preferred to use and that was the um, the way the case was styled, because of his feminine appearance. Mm-hmm. And the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, said, no, you can't do that. And so that created law. Right. And mm. now even the University of Michigan says that gender identity is covered under the term sex because of that ruling. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting. So litigation can, in fact, create law. So do you feel like that was an opportunity missed? You know, I don't want to, I don't want to sure. second guess uh, her decision. I think that she had a, she had a, a reasonable decision and one can never predict a court and you certainly can't predict the, uh, uh, conservative courts in in that oh, part of absolutely. the country. Absolutely, but so I, think I don't want to say it's a, uh, I don't want to say it's missed, but I was disappointed personally. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a good point. I mean, that's something to definitely when you have something that is that um, societal changing um, or that um, where, where it's a, it's it's obviously not a it was a discriminatory situation where you could actually um, change community or change uh, the, the the makeup that sometimes it's not necessarily oh I don't want to take my employer to to task on this issue but it's actually the the greater good maybe in in going to get a lawyer I mean I guess what I'm I'm thinking of is the situations where there are hate crimes very very possibly I just uh, you know, I just uh, I, I want to come back and talk about hate crimes in a second, but I uh-huh. just want to make make your point there um, about the greater good or the good of the community. Mm-hmm. One possible reason why she didn't sue, and I don't know because I didn't talk to her about this, but one possible reason why she decided not to sue is because, let's face it, she wants to get another job as a city manager. And do you think she's going to get another job if she sues her former city? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello. Exactly. Um, and you know she's 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 up. She's one of six final finalists 
candidates for the uh, job in, in Sarasota, Florida. Oh, well, that's excellent. So, you know, I hope she gets it. And if she does, think about what she's done for community there. Mm-hmm. Right. So in the end, you know, who knows? Ultimately, um, as people become less grounded in stereotypes and myths and religious bigotry, I think they will come to find that you know, we can work this as well. Well, yeah, exactly. And I think that's one of the things that I, that creates sometimes in those situations. It also, if, if even if you, if, excuse me, even if the a situation where she may have lost the the, the case, um, the 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 conversation that occurred, um, the the conversation in the news or the conversation among neighborhoods, um, among you know family, I mean, of just talking about well, what what really was wrong, what was indecent, or what was deceitful? Exactly. Um, what was it that she did that 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 suddenly dismissed her years of service and right. and invalidated the amount of contributions that she made to her community. Exactly. Which is exactly what sort of happened at Spring Arbor, right? With with uh, Julie Nemesak. Exactly. And had, did you have you seen the new Newsweek? The new Newsweek magazine? No, I haven't. I I read the uh read the cover on the uh unfortunately my mom just died on Friday. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. And I was in in Florida when I saw that it was coming out, but I haven't gotten my hands on it yet. And Julie is is prominently um her story is in there. Oh, wonderful. It's amazing. And, you know, it's sort of, you know, I was reading this Newsweek article, and for those who haven't seen it, the cover is a baby, and I love... Love that it's a baby. Yes. First of all, and I and you can't tell. And right, and so it says the mystery of gender. Um, and there are some things clearly that I did not sit well with in the in the article, but I thought it was a great um, jumping off point. You know. Oh, good! I can't wait to grab it. Right. Um, but but yeah, I think that it's really positive, um, good conversation piece. Did you catch the? Um, I don't know. If it was twenty twenty. Yeah, it was twenty twenty with Barbara Walters. Effect. Uh huh. Yeah, I saw that. And what did you think of, of the of the show? Well, I loved the show. I mean, I loved the sensitivity that Barbara displayed. I I have to tell you that when uh, that that little girl started to cry, um, I burst into tears. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, that was just that was so heart wrenching, and and I totally empathized with with Barbara's need to reach out to her. Mm-hmm. Mm, absolutely. No, I thought I thought it was I thought it was compassionately displayed. I thought, how could you watch this show? and not come away with feelings of compassion for these children. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's and I think that that's what was so remarkable is that she didn't she found um, children that were willing to, the, the families and the, the support of the families mm-hmm. um, as well yes. were there. And Yeah, I think, which is of course uncommon. Yes. Right. Well, I don't want to say it's uncommon. It is let me rephrase that. Okay. It is common to have an, a, a, a different reaction. Right, right, and and and, and it didn't one of the if I remember correctly that one of the fathers even said, I I I I couldn't I couldn't handle it first and then realized you know that this was my child. Yeah, you know, and yeah, I and bless I, him for that. Yeah, and I thought that that was I think that was more touching for me in a sense of he didn't have to or not touching as in more. Um, uh, amazing, not amazing, but it just—it was just—it was one of those things where I think it, it sent a story out. Well, it was extremely meaningful. It, and it there was, you go, more was, meaningful. Thank you. You know, you—you you should be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it's uh, you're right more meaningful because it, he did have that initial reaction of oh my gosh I, I i can't deal with this or no this is this can't be true um and almost rejecting the child and then kind of going you know wait a minute here this is this is my child mm-hmm. and and i was blessed with this child and, and there's a reason why i have this child yep and I think that, that that's I I, I I just that that state that whole statement that kind of gave me hope um, that there are other folks out there that can actually hear that as well and go well maybe I need to do some work around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that that would be my my biggest hope, and I and I believe probably that was Barbara Walters' hope. Right. Right. Well, one of the things that um, I was actually talking to Gabe earlier about is that I was reading um, in the Detroit News, or there were some reactions to the Detroit News, on verbiage and how... um, and how different labels, how we're changing somehow some of some of the labels we're using in the transgender community, uh-huh. and um, and that the particular reaction was that there was a, uh, someone there was a crime that happened, and there was uh, someone who was a transvestite. Uh, excuse me. They they said that the person was a transvestite, and there was a reaction from the transgender community of saying that that's very offensive that they used that that language that they should have used it as more of a as an adjective versus a noun. Mm-hmm. And and so could could you um, bring clarity to that? Like what what well, is? Well, I'll tell you what I see in that is I uh, two things. Um, first, language changes over time, and and so it's not always uh, static. And there was a time when transvestite was a very clinical term to apply specifically to a male who a biological male who dressed as a female for the purpose of sexual gratification or some okay. something like that. Got it. Um, and over time, uh, it, it came to mean other things. It came to mean uh, simply what we, we now refer to as a cross-dresser. Um, at the end of the day, you know, offense is where offense is taken. Mm-hmm. And I think that what offended me about the use of the word transvestite in that story was not necessarily the use of the of the noun itself, though I personally don't care for it, um, but the fact that the way it was used was used in a way to diminish the person's humanity. Yes. So instead of being... Um, uh, and, 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 and moreover, I think in this particular case, um, the, the person in question was actually on hormones, hmm. um, had... So a real lack of sensitivity to the person really was. A- absolutely. Had, right. had gone on to actually affect some transition. Right. And, and took her certainly beyond the... The mark of simply cross-dressing. Right. Yes. This is great food for thought. Absolutely. You know, Denise, I hope you'll come back and talk to us. I'd be lo- I'd be very happy to do so. Oh, oh that's great. Thank you so much. Uh, and we're sorry that our, our time ran so short together, but hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Well, and if you uh, want to get a hold of me, you can always find me at RainbowLawCenter.com. RainbowLawCenter.com. Excellent. Thank you very much, Denise. All righty. Good luck. Bye-bye. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. 
Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. And don't forget our new email address, wcbnclosets at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhage, I'm Gabe Javier. Remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else. FM, Ann Arbor. Why? I don't know. He should be getting up out of the house and starting the revolution. Get out. Turn the radio off. Just get up and go. Go on right now. Go. All right. Here we are. <clears throat> Once again, Wednesday night. This is The Hop. How's it going? My name is Robert. I'm the DJ. You just heard Closets Are For Clothes. And then I'm on here now from 7 to 9, spinning mostly soul and funk records from the 60s and 70s. And then after me is the local music show, hosted by Jason Adam Boss. So it's a great Wednesday lineup here on WCBN. Uh, I'm going to start off tonight's show, going to play a few more LP cuts. I usually spend almost all 45s, but at least for the first half hour tonight, it's going to be um, stuff off the bigger records, we'll say, the uh, the LPs, maybe some, um, <clears throat> some singles as well. First song being uh, Terry Callier, You're Gonna Miss Your Candy Man. Uh, it's a record called What Color Is Love on the Cadet Label. Pretty heavy record. I played a couple songs off it last week, and I'm back to play it again. Hope you like it. This is The Hop. Thanks for listening. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. You can't. 